<laughs> I'm gonna have the 3D cameras in the room and everything. Lord. Hey, but I'm low, low. Did you approve that by management? Huh? Did, did management approve that? Did I show you that first invoice? Oh, okay. <laughs> You'll be like, all right, good. <laughs> That's get it. So we're gonna go ahead and get into the topic right. of discussion and yeah. go ahead and introduce our guest. Tonight's topic is about black content creators. Mm-hmm. Like Tone said, we had to get creative during the pandemic. Um, and there's a lot of us who have been creative before the pandemic, but the right. pandemic really pushed things into motion mm-hmm. and it made you go ahead and execute and focus Slow and get down. out some of those projects and some of those things that you've been wanting to do. Yep. So we're going to talk to Mr. Michael Lifelong Foster, who is a local as well as international film director, um, writer, 
uh, producer. He is actually the director behind Grown Men Comedy, the yeah. Experience movie. I love that. And Tony and I helped executive produce that project. But without further ado, let's introduce Mike. Let's bring him on in. He's right here. So right. Now. What's up, Mike? I appreciate it. Hey, man, this is like... This she is introduced great. you like Lee Daniels. You know? <laughs> hey, I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate it. He's a you already know. This is, we saw the base, but we're international. Right. You already know where we are. Right. Right. Yeah, man. You know, I'm just happy to be here with y'all, man. It's family. Hey, man, let's just toast and have a good conversation. Uh, we got a lot going on. We, we got a lot going on. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna unpack all of them. Man. Yeah. So that's what the people need to know. Yeah. They need yeah. To know. Mm -hmm. So first first of all, let's let them know how far back we go. Because we go back as far as Swagger TV. Yeah. yeah. And let so the people Swagger know TV. pretty much where, um, you know, it started for you. And right. then how our relationship began to merge in that first movement that right. we really kicked off in Charlotte. Yeah, um, Swagger TV, uh, it was, that's like, we talking about like 04, 05, mm -hmm. you, back. you know what I mean? Like 04, 05, and we had it popping all around the city. Um, and uh, Yolanda was one of the hosts. Mm -hmm. She was like the, the one of the original hosts mm -hmm. of Swagger TV. Uh, in that inaugural season, you know, uh, it was even, we even got the footage of, of you interviewing Tone <laughs> in public it. access. You know right. what I'm saying? Oh, it was the whole thing, and y'all was trying oh, to act like y'all didn't know each other. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I got the footage. It was wow. crazy, man. It's crazy. You got the receipts. Right, yeah, but, um, but yeah, that's where we started, man, and it's very, uh, like, humble beginnings because, like, from that, you know, just with everything we established with uh, it being on Public Access 21. Right. Then we started streaming live mm -hmm. uh, from Tone X and Friends, sure man. Like, I'm, I'm side note, I just got to put this out here to let y'all know. Like, so one of the projects I'm uh, working on, executive producing, is a docuseries, right? It's called The Behind the Experience. And so, it's, it, I cannot tell the story of my journey without Swagger TV and mm -hmm. Tone X and Friends. You know what I'm saying? And so oh, that's yes. part of the actual, the first episode. Wow. Like, it's 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 crazy. Wow. So we're going to keep everybody like, y'all, I'm, I'm like, man, when I started seeing it, the rough cuts, I was like, oh, man, this shit is crazy. Like, And it just brought yes. back so many memories. I was like, y'all, man, this shit is crazy. I mean, can you believe back in, what, what, it was 2004? 2004. We started it, but I think we first launched the first show in 2005. I, I, I conceptualized it in 2004. And I remember because, so well, because I know, because Ariana was born in 2004, and the whole thing was I was doing the music, and I was like, let me figure out a way to uh, be able to market and promote myself more as an artist. So yeah. that's when I know I took some time back from the music. She was born in 2004, so I probably was yeah. working on it in 2003 and 2004, but I think we launched the first, the first episode, I want to say April 2005. Wow, we were live streaming back in 2005. So no, well, we wasn't live, we started live streaming I want to say maybe like 2008, 2009. First, first no. we was on, we was yeah. on public access. No, it was before then. We left 2009. So it was before then. So it was before Remember, then. we were live in Carol and, and London. So yeah, London was born in 2009. So 2008. this was 2006 or seven. Possibly. Had to be because it was before we Somebody called Mary. in and tell us what year it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. The point is. Yeah. Okay. Right. We can't pin it. So if you know, if you were back there scandal over, it'll right. suck. But the understand. point is, back in 2005, 
back then, those creative minds and juices were flowing yeah, to work. Absolutely, absolutely. From that, that opened up opportunities, which led into the um, tone being able to be a part of the Monique show. Yeah. Because we were live streaming, and people from Atlanta, there were people from Africa that were on the line, there were people from other yeah. countries that were watching the comedy show yeah. at that time. And we're doing this now, and live stream, of course, now is so big and so prevalent, but it just right. goes to show that those ideas, those creations, and those things that you want to do, they really start way back then, and you can push them to the forefront mm-hmm. now. We was, I was telling somebody the other day, like, I just really started being on, like, Facebook and IG Live because it's like, yo, we were doing, we were streaming live as a network, streaming to a global audience like yeah. over a decade ago. Yeah. So for me, you know, it was like, well, we are, I've already done the whole live thing. So, you know, but now it's like, this is, you know, I right. love being on yeah, live Yeah, you gotta do the live thing. You gotta do it now. You gotta do it now. Just that, that, but we was doing it as a network and streaming a whole comedy show. You see what I'm saying? Like, over a decade ago, like that says before a lot. It got popular. Before it got popular. Like, that's, that's we the thing. Just to <laughs> and we was, we was, Man, and, and we was way ahead of our time. And, and just capitalize on the opportunities we that we had. Yeah. And that's what happens now. 2021 slowed everything down. Yeah. So when right. you slow everything down, you got more time to pay attention to the details. Absolutely. And 2020, 21, well, every year, but because of what happened in this year, it shows you that there are no guarantees. Mm-hmm. Right. So if it's something you want to do, you do it. Okay? I remember when Yolanda was like, listen, your book has been finished. There's no reason for your book not to be out. And so on so on. And when the pandemic came, it was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know why you got the opportunity to. So yep. that's exactly So I want to get to some good questions so that we can start some good dialogue. There may be some people online who want to chime in and have questions or want to make feedback and statements. Being a black content creator and being someone who has been developing your projects and putting your projects out and doing this independently, right? What has that been like? And what type of encouragement can we give those content creators who are making great content, maybe not have the outlet, you know what I mean, to be able to put your content out for the masses to see it, but you have something special. What can those, uh, what can you tell those folks to be encouraged about or to continue to do? Um, man, so much. One of the first things I'm thinking about is uh, continue to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, continue to fight for your vision. Mm-hmm. Like, because once we started, especially, I mean, you know, we started the process of grown man comedy, the experience, and then right. went, you know, into a social love affair. Yes. Like, that shit took years. Mm-hmm. Right, so you gotta understand. People gotta know that, like, once you commit to doing these projects, especially like feature films, like grown man comedy is a is a is a narr- is a is a comedy documentary, but it's a feature film. Yes. Film, right? Yes. It's not it's not a short film, right? Um, a social love affair is not a short film. It's 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 a feature film. So when you start the process of these feature films, you gotta be like committed, mm-hmm. and you gotta be willing to fight. Because it's going to get mentally exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's going to get physically exhausting, mm-hmm. emotionally, spiritually. Like at the end, like after we did the premiere, I know we jumped to that. But after we did the premiere, like right. I was like tapped out. Yeah, like I was like physically, emotionally, mentally. I was just because everything you put into it, everything. Mm-hmm. 
everything. So I would say that was that was, that's what I would say. Like just be ready to continue to fight for mm -hmm. your vision mm -hmm. and to see it all the way through because she's not going. It's not going to be easy. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not going to be easy, especially you know you got your your whole life going on. You got your family. You got your children. You got right. some people. You still working a job. Like all of that's going on, but you still got to like keep fighting to you finish your vision, man. Right. Finish it once you start it. Finish it. That's a good. That's a good message. Keep fighting. You know, man. on social media, everybody has content, and right. a lot of times they like to compare with the more popular right. content or the more popular personalities on social media, right? As a measuring stick. Mm -hmm. Is there any? Such thing as good or bad content, or is it just content and you put it out and see what happens? Man, that's a good question. No, that's definitely there's definitely a difference between good and bad content. Um, but then you got to look at all right, if you're a filmmaker or are you just maybe an influencer? Like you see what I'm saying? There's different levels to it, right? If I'm a filmmaker and if you're saying you're a filmmaker then I'm expecting a certain level of quality, quality. Okay. right? If you're saying that you're an influencer and I see you just pretty much doing this content for social media consumption, I'm going to judge that a little different than I judge somebody that's saying they're a filmmaker, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So there are different levels to it. And, and now, even some of the things that I've been having to tell myself, I'm like, with me having that filmmaker mindset, I'm like, everything got to be tight. Even everything I got to... Everything I post on social media got to look a certain way. When it's like, no, actually, you know what? Nah, some of this shit don't have to be right. like picture perfect. Right. Yolanda. Some of this shit like, I don't get like it out. It's perfect. Yolanda. No, what? No. If it's corny, then no, we're not posting it. Uh, you got to look at look through 40 pictures No, don't post one. I don't like the way you hold it on the bottom. Okay, Yolanda. If it looks corny, then no, we're not right. posting it. No, nah, we don't so. do the corny shit, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all work that. Right, you know. see how we go back to <laughs> because you know how, for the most part, emails are with what? social media. They right. have it seems like they got a different kind of attachment to it than we do. They gotta go through a whole bunch of pictures. I don't like when y'all say that because mm -hmm. that is not true. No, you you gotta say some. Not I, all. I, I didn't say all women. I said some women. You said, said females. The, the majority. The emails. majority, yeah. No. There is a minority of us that do not do that. Okay, well, so, you said, but, yeah, yeah, but so there's but a minority that don't do it. But there's a majority that don't do it. You feel what I mean? I watch, me and Mike watch too much Law and Order. You ain't gonna come I'm watching the ones that don't do it. And don't do that. And don't do that. Um, I told you a long time ago that I love Law and Order. You said you was gonna put together yeah. something to me being a detective. Yeah, yeah. You bought that script, man, and I got to do that? Yeah. That was so much fun. That's dope, man. So you know what the question is. What's, what's the question? Hit me with it. Um, we gonna do a series or what we gonna do with that? <laughs> hey, hey, what we gonna do with that cop thing, man? Hey, we can do a whole lot of things. Um, you know, definitely since we got the Grown TV Network and we got the Inner Relief Network, we're gonna have to toast to that because understand, I don't think people truly understand what's going on right about now. these platforms. Yes. First of all, let's toast to that. Let's toast to the fact yes. that we got black excellence and we look, we started from public access and we we uh between the three of us we got two 
platforms. We got two black owned right. streaming platforms. Right. I mean, and listen, when we say that's, that's black owned streaming that's platforms, <laughs> people, just because you say black owned and you say streaming platform, it's the same thing as Netflix. Yeah. It's the same thing as Hulu. And you cannot think that all of these companies that everybody must have, everybody must have that app for you watching it on your TV or your, your phone or whatever, they started like that. Yeah. Yes. All of them started just like this with an idea, yeah. trying to get some people to support them. And the next thing you know, they're talking about boom. Yeah. yeah. And I remember Steve Harvey telling me sometimes it takes 20 years to be an overnight success. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. yeah. man, listen. Yeah. So with that being said, yeah, I'm, and I'm excited, so let's just go ahead and dive into it and talk about it. Um, Tony and I are excited to be brand ambassadors behind Grown TV Network, mm -hmm. which is actually officially launching next week on Monday, uh -oh. which happens to be the official uh, National Women's Day, I think, is on Monday. That's the official day. It's the whole month, but I think that's the official day or either well, it's, it's National History. It's National Women's History Month. month. Mm. Okay. Right. Well, I know on the 8th is a special day. That's well, you might want to look it up. And if I you think it's international, you know. It's you international, you The point is, we have Grown TV Network that is launching, and that platform, like Tony's saying, is right. like a Hulu or Netflix. Um, you're going to be able to see the Grown Man Conversations live shows launch on that platform. Um, you'll also be able to see other great content from other content creators around the world. You'll also be able to see the premiere, the re-release of Grown Man Comedy, The Experience, yes. which is the film that Michael Foster uh, directed and filmed and Tone and I executive produced. So we are super excited. We ask, of course, that you support. This platform is a way for black, as well as, as, as all content creators, but really for black content creators to start monetizing your content immediately. You literally can upload this to this platform. You can put in your description. You can put in the price point that you want to be able to charge for your content. Once it is uploaded to the platform, all you have to do is send people to the platform and say, get it. They do not have to be a subscriber of a member of the platform to be able to watch your content and get paid. Or if they want to be able to view all the content, then they can subscribe. They can do a monthly subscription or an annual subscription. Right. But this is something that you guys get to get paid immediately. All content creators keep 80% of their earnings. Whoa. 80%. And you're paid out on a monthly residual basis. What's so it's, it's really, really something that was created for us, for our community. And Tony and I are super excited to be brand ambassadors behind this. So please support and you're going to be saying about the contest. Oh, there's a contest that's going on. You want to tell them about the contest? Now, go ahead. You got your nice no. flow going on. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you got your nice flow go going ahead. on. Go ahead. Back. There's a contest that is going on for content creators. You can upload your content to GrownTVNetwork.com. Yep. Um, there's a challenge that's going on. The winner will receive $500 along with a promotional campaign behind their project. So whether you have a master class, you may be a chef and you have some great ideas and you know how to put something together and you want to create your show. You may be a business or you may have some other kind of master class or a film director, short films, documentaries, whatever that is. And when you go to the platform, you'll see the category on where you should upload your platform, I mean upload your content, but definitely um, do it. And at that time, you're able to set the price. So even if you don't win the challenge, 
Your content is on the platform and it is put at the price rate that you want to do and it is still gonna be pushed and promoted so you still can earn a residual. So um, definitely support Grown TV Network when you see that come out. And I just wanna add a disclaimer. Ladies, uh, fans only page is not the kind of content that we want you to send to us. It is Grown our TV Network. This is Grown mm. TV Network, not the Playboy channel. Okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> don't, don't send any of that content, all right, to us on that platform right there. But this, no tab. You can't. I know you ain't knocked Ooh, LeBron over. I did on accident. Wow. I knocked LeBron over on accident. This, you better get this together. That might mean something for his game tonight. No, yeah, I hope it don't. Yeah, okay. Okay, you done knocked him on the floor. But uh, in tab, that no. Sense tonight, right? What's she on? Yeah, <laughs> So this is a great opportunity for people who say, uh, who say, well, listen, I got stuff that I'm doing. I got stuff that I want to do. I can shoot it. I can put it together. It looks good. It looks nice. If I just had a platform that I could put it on where multiple eyes could see it at one time and I could have the opportunity to monetize my content, I would do it. So here it is right here. And also, you need to tell them about the elite platform. Platform. Yeah. Oh, man, absolutely, man. The inner elite. We got the whole umbrella. We got the inner elite network. Um, you know, a platform that where we are focused on highlighting uh, content creators, more so, you know, content creators of color, mm -hmm. you know, uh, just because we feel like there are definitely a lot of platforms that, that highlight everybody else, right. but we're right. not discriminating, right. you know, if the shit is dope, the right. shit is dope, dope. Exactly. you know, um, um, and so, yeah, and not just highlighting their content, but um, empowering them, you know, in a similar fashion. Uh, empowering content creators uh, so they know how to monetize their content. Gotcha. Right? So all over the world. So uh, we're ready to launch as well. Uh, we will be on Roku, uh, Apple TV, mm -hmm. uh, Amazon Fire TV. Awesome. Um, you'll be able to, you know, pull out your phone and, mm -hmm. you know, click on the app and watch it. Stream. I saw a comedy movie on the app. Yeah, you know, it's going to be, you know how we do it. That's, mm -hmm. we, 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 we work in the black excellence right now. So right. We, they got to understand what's going on and where we can actually produce, we can co-produce a movie, a feature film together, and we can have it on different platforms, because that's the thing. Like, we can actually create our own content, put it on our platforms, but at the same time, we can license it out to other platforms mm -hmm. and still get paid from them, too. Like, yeah. we're we teaching them game. This is what we, this is, this is what the whole thing is about. We're teaching right. them game, right? Good game, too. Yeah, this is, you know. Game that would be so <laughs> What up, awesome, awesome? Game that would be so not told but 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 you get in the head especially with when you talk about content because like right. i said everybody's doing something on the internet right yeah everybody's doing something right. on the internet no matter no matter what and a lot of people are having to change into the digital platform digital right. area yeah like i'm still looking for pay phones okay i'm still i still got change in my ashtray because i'm right. like this there's any more pay phones thing. a lot of like you got to get 2021 right everything is digital yeah and everything is moving digital these young kids out here shooting movies on the iphone on iphone right. it's, it's possible it's definitely possible man i mean and that's the thing you know i've even thought about like 
doing just like just for the sake of doing like doing an actual even if it's a short film but like just doing it on my iPhone because like your iPhone can shoot 4K quality mm-hmm. and the shit can shoot 4K like mm-hmm. real talk so mm-hmm. it's like you know you get to set up like how you got to set up with the like and you can really shoot a movie you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying um so yeah that might be something that, that we line. we show you know on the mm-hmm. internet we might do that we might have a contest where we you know have the best iPhone mm-hmm. You know, produce movies. Um, oh wow! But yeah, like the Interleague Network, just to kind of like, it's been a, you, you know with the platform and the vision for it has been uh, it's over a decade. We've been putting this together, man. So my right and my left, uh, Cleve and Camille, man, like yeah. they like mm-hmm. they like we all know our lanes. We mm-hmm. all know like how we need to function. So you know how we all operate. Everybody kind of like we all form like Voltron. So everybody. There's there's no egos involved. Right. We all kind of know what our strengths are. Collaboration over competition. Yeah, you already know how it goes. So mm-hmm. that's how we uh we just ready to take over the world, man. Like uh, you know, that might sound cliche, but like it's 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 game time. Nah, yeah. Do we really believe that when we say that, or, or or is it like you do say? Because a lot of the problem is we don't have because we don't believe we should have that. So no, you're right. So okay. when you say we gonna we ready to take over the world, and you say I know that sounds cliche, it, it, do you really believe that? Do I do I believe that it sounds cliche, or do I believe that we're ready to take over the world? We ready to take over. The world. I really believe that. Like now, I can say maybe if I would have said that a few years back, maybe when I if I would have said that when we was doing Swagger TV streaming live, right, and we were doing that and we were hitting so many countries. And it was like, yeah, we ready? I remember you used to do that. Like they ready. watch it from Africa. They watch right. a comedy show from London. I was What's like, up? whoa. Right. And it's, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, we could have said we was ready back then, but were we ready? Like now I know for sure we're ready. I know for sure we're ready. And because of that experience that we have, you see what I'm saying? Because of the experience we have from that, from that now we know. Right. Like now we know everything that comes along with it and reaching these international markets and mm-hmm. all of that. And now you know how to market to them. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, since at that time I wasn't traveling to these countries. Since then right. I've been traveling to these countries and, you know, expanding. So now it's like, mm-hmm. oh no, now I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Back then I might have thought I was ready, but I wasn't. You know, everything has to be on top. I think we're ready because we're creators. And I think when you sit back and you really look at it and you see the time and effort you put into something and you were able to create it, I think we get in our own way sometimes. And because we might not have had an example or someone that we saw that looked like us that was doing it, mm-hmm, right. it really goes back to the reprogramming of our mind that we can't do certain things. But 2021 really let me know that everything that I want to manifest and everything that I want to do is really possible. Right. I have no idea how we've been able to do a lot of the stuff that we're doing. I didn't go to school for, you know, film and content creation and produce. Yeah, exactly. I didn't go to school for that per se. I went to school for hair and for beauty and for skin and cosmetology. But now I found myself into the content creation world. I found myself into not only executive producing behind the scenes with shows, but also helping other people produce stuff. I find myself being creative and thinking of a platform to not only produce the show, but how am I going to be able to get the show out for the masses to see? Right. So I think because of that mindset, we can take over the yeah, world. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, you, we should not think less than that. And we got the experience. Like we put in the work. It, like you know, as the as as the young people say, we got it out the mud. Mm-hmm. Like real talk. Like 
we were, we started this journey, you're talking about 20 years ago, over 20 years ago, this, this, the journey we're there, we're on now, you know, like, we're talking about started 20 years ago from me coming up to Power 98, freestyling and shit, you know what I'm saying, I'm yeah. going over the case, I'm going into the, 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 the clothing store trying to just get on, I'm just trying to let anybody yeah. know, like, yo, I'm dope, I'm, I'm dope, like, that's where it started from, to where we're at now, owning networks, doing films, series, podcasts, like all, like, come on, man. Like, mm -hmm. so we, 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 we put in the work mm -hmm. so we know what we're capable of now mm -hmm. without, like, without a doubt. Right. You see what I'm saying? So right. like, yeah, when we say we can take over the world, we like, right. <clears throat> right. nah, y'all, we know we can do that shit. And, I heard <laughs> and we're doing it. Yeah. I heard something interesting and I'm going to say this point and then we're going to go and take a break. We're going to get into the mix with Tab and then we're going to come back with more conversation. We're also going to shout some of the people that we see on social media. And any content creators or people that are interested in content creation definitely want you to chime in. But I was watching, what is the gentleman? He is the black guy that is um, connected with the secret. He used to have the dreads, but now he cut them. Oh, over there in what's Costa Rica. Yeah, but what's his name? I forget his name. I know what um, I'm talking about. Michael. It's Michael something, right? Yeah, Miss Michael something. Michael something. Michael Beckwith. Okay, Michael Beckwith, yes. So actually, re I recently saw a post about on him about manifestation, where it talked about, you hear so many people talk about manifest and go and manifest this and manifest that, and like you probably have already heard about the secret as well too. And one of the things he was saying is that when people say they wanna manifest, they actually push things out, their, out the way, and it doesn't manifest for them. Well, I think he is a scholar in his own right, and he definitely knows what he's talking about, but I disagreed with the point. And the reason why I disagree with the point is because I say manifest a lot, and I have intentionally been manifesting certain things within my life that I want to see come to fruition, and just how, me, how I want to grow into as a woman going into my 50s. Also, with when I'm manifesting something, I'm not saying that I don't have it. My brain is telling me that I do have it. So go ahead and move forward to it. Right. You can do it. So go ahead and execute it. Even if I don't know how to figure, even if I have no idea how I'm going to do something or what it's going to look like. If I have dreamed about it and I saw a visual clear picture in my head, then I know I can do it. And those are the steps that I take. So that is my manifestation. And I think maybe that's what he was saying, that when you do manifest, you're, you're saying to yourself, you don't have enough of, and you don't have this. So your brain begins to concentrate on more what you don't have, and that ends up showing up in your life. Well, maybe I found a secret to tap into it, because I've been concentrating on what I do have, and what I can do with what I do have to manifest more of what I want in my life. Yeah, yeah, no, that's key. That's, 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 that's a very key point. Like, when you focus on um your affirmations mm -hmm. and manifesting is very key um because when you if you when you're doing that if you like you said if you focus on what you don't have it's actually it's actually, it's actually counterproductive yes you you focus on, closer and it's right, show up. right and that's what that's what you're manifest that's that's the energy you're giving out that's what your mind is on your mind is on what i don't have so when you're you're thinking from a place of lack versus when you're coming from a place of abundance correct and you know you know you're actually flowing with that. Yes. Like that's what's coming back to you. Yes. Versus, man, I need this because I don't have that. 
And so now that's the energy you're putting out to the world and to the universe. And so that's the energy that's coming back. So yes. that's very key. So before Absolutely. we go on the break, if there's anybody out there that's wanting to do content creation, if you have a show and a concept that you never knew how you were going to do it, how you're going to get it out, how you can produce it to do it, you can do it. Just know that you can say that I can do it and I am going to do it. And even if the next step is you looking on Amazon and getting your own camera, that you can control and you can start creating your content. That is the first step. So manifest that. And with that, come on, DJ. Let's take them to a break. She a tab. Make me bust it. What? She came in like that. I said, I want you to make me bust it. And you done did all this up and this and talk. Sound like Maya Angelou. And then he come out. Now you went to make it a savage. I make me bust it. You know what I mean? That's why black women confused nowadays. Oh man, how you gonna stop that tank? I like that tank. I did like that tank. How you gonna stop that tank, Tab? Don't you listen to MC Bad Knees? MC Lost Cartridge. Go listen to her. Man. They ask for cream and you'll see icy hot. Hey, 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 you'll see icy hot.
up? Hey, I wish you'd have told me you was coming through tonight. I know. I'd have bought you them kazoos. Amen. I'd have bought you them kazoos, man. If I'd know you were coming. Yeah, I gotta grab them for me. I know. Just keep fighting, like the gentleman said. Just keep okay, fighting. Okay, baby, your finger too big. Until you get it done. Or what? Listen, that one. You know, play by play. No, okay. I'm just saying. Right, your finger too big. I don't want you to. I don't want you to.
You see? Welcome to Grown Man Conversations, the Liquor House Podcast. They up in here, they doing hair in the back. Sometimes it's like that. And chicken salad. We got fish and chicken fried in the back. And guess what we selling behind this counter? The small ones is 10. The big ones is 30. No, but that's the whole point of Grown Man Conversations. This is the platform to speak your truth. It's also the non-judgment zone, right? See how I pop, yeah, you know, I pop my show. Down. Okay. I'm not hype. Okay. Ayala. Not Alanda. Ayala. Ayala Vanzan. We calm down trying to fix our life. So we talk about the content creators, which is a big deal. And if that's you, then this is an excellent opportunity for people to see what you do, what you create, and what you're all about. And I had asked a question earlier, and it really wasn't no right answer. Is there any bad? content. Um, what would you tell people who are watching and they say, okay, I've been thinking about doing something, I'm going to go ahead and do it, but I really don't know how to start. What would be your first thing to tell them? Because everybody always says, all you need is this phone. But I think, I've seen some content that people put up. You need more than a phone. You need some direction even if you got that phone. So what would be one of the things that you would tell them, or what's a good first step? Um, well, the first thing that I would tell them is to make sure that they lock in when I drop this uh, content creation course online. Uh-oh. Uh, that's what I would tell them first, so they can actually <laughs> mm -hmm. And actually, I, I'm going to give them the, the play-by-play in regards to how to actually go about creating the content all the way to marketing it and distributing it. Uh, I would tell them that first. Um, nice. But then, um, yeah, um, sound is always the biggest thing. Um, but um, I would say story. It's always, story is always, that's it. Everybody likes a good story. It's a story. Like, you know, whether you're doing a documentary, whether, you, whether you're doing a narrative, whether you are putting an Instagram post up or a Facebook post up, it's a story. People love a good story, right? So one of my professors in film school told me that a long time ago, and you can get stories from anywhere, from... The news, the newspaper, you know, we might be sitting around having a conversation and I might hear something you saying. Right. Story. Story always is going to sell because that's what we've been going to the movie theaters for years yeah, for and, and, and paying these um, subscriptions right. through all these other platforms that I won't name because they're not giving us no money. Right? Exactly. Okay. So, so we're not naming right? them right. Right. But all of them, all of them platforms that we paying for every month. We 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 paying that money and logging on because of the stories that we can actually watch. True. So I would say story is always going to be like the bottom line to whatever content you got going on. I don't care if it's a damn fifteen second damn TikTok. It got to be a story in it. It got to be a beginning, a middle, and an mm -hmm. end. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the that's the basis of whatever content you're putting out. Gotcha. Speaking of content that you're putting out, um, I know you do a lot of casting. Right, you do right. a lot of international casting, but you also do some local casting. Right. Um, so at the same time, there may be some people who are you know, content developers, but there are also some people who may be looking to be a part of the show or a part of new content. 
Are there any opportunities or anything that you have coming out that people may be able to cast for? Yes, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> man, you know, we got so much going on. I definitely want to um, talk about all the different different projects we got. So, uh, so as far as casting right now, mm -hmm. we're actually casting for uh, a crime drama series that we're working on called Silent Partners. And uh -oh. I've, been, I've been cleared to actually talk about that. You, you know, said crime? Been, it's crime drama. We are uh, we we had a a um, we put together a, a writers room uh, back in September and October. Um, I said, you know, it was my first time diving into a series, and so I said, hey, you know what? If I'm gonna do a series, I want to do it to where we can compete with the powers and our pretty much our favorite shows. Mm -hmm. Because one thing in common with our favorite shows is that they have writer's room. It's not just one person just sitting behind the scenes writing all of that shit, right? Yeah. So I was like, well, we're going to be able to be on that level and compete with them. we got to have a writer's room. So we established the Inner Elite Writer's Room. And we met for like five to six weeks from uh, September to October. Okay. Um, working on Silent Partners. And when I tell y'all that this shit is crazy this shit is really crazy and so we're um we got the pilot episode written i locked in for like two to three days about a month ago mm -hmm. and uh worked on the pilot and just was like i'm not i'm focused on y'all know when i lock in it's like i'm just locked in on just that mm -hmm. i locked in on writing the script um the pilot episode the shit is crazy and um so we've been actually putting together the actual cast at least for the pilot episode. We got the whole first season mapped out, mm -hmm. right? But we, we, we've been casting for that, for all the characters in that uh, first episode. And so... Um, so if someone's interested in being a part of, even if they're not able to get cast uh -oh. for this production, if they want to be right. a part of any of your productions, what do they need to do? Right. Uh, I would say the first thing that would, they would need to do is they would need to find out who Camille is. They need to find out who Camille Thurman is, first and foremost. Um, she will pretty much be able to guide you in the right direction in regards to what you need to do uh, as far as casting-wise. Uh, if you want to be a part of any of the projects that we're working on. So, okay, so let me back up. So with the Interleague Network, I'm head of original programming and talent acquisitions. Right, so original programming, like you got your Netflix originals. So anything that's uh, the movies and the, the original series that's coming from the network, like that's, that's pretty, I'm over that, I'm overseeing that. Mm -hmm. Cleve is over the content acquisition. He's the head of programming mm -hmm. and content acquisition. So any, like even, even I, when I come up with, okay, this is, these are the series and everything that I'm promoting, or I mean, I'm sorry, that I'm producing, mm -hmm. Cleve is gonna be the person that's programming that content to the network. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yo, this is what we got, this is what I'm working on, boom, 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 boom. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, let him know. Uh, Camille is co-executive producer of every single series, every single uh, original movie project that we're working on from the network. Mm -hmm. So she has her hand in from the scheduling to producing to make sure everything gets done mm -hmm. because, you know, we, we're not, our, if your vision is, your vision has to be large enough to where multiple people have to be included mm -hmm. because if your vision is only big enough for where you can just run it by yourself right. then it's not big enough mm -hmm. and so 
my vision <laughs> is so huge that it's like we need multiple people mm-hmm. running, you know, okay. doing things day to day. And like we still need even more people, mm-hmm. you know, uh, because of everything that's going on. But so um, have- casting wise, talk to Camille, holler at the inner. If you have something that you want to actually submit, submit it to the inner elite at Gmail. We'll get it, and Camille will see that, and we'll run it all through the pipelines, and then mm-hmm. you know, there you go. Go from there. The inner elite at Gmail. I um, want to ask you a question. It's about your logo, right? I remember when I first saw your logo, <laughs> right? I was like, nephew. What? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that looks like that third. What you doing? What you doing all that, man? Dude, I don't know if I want to wear that T-shirt. What you, what you sending off with that right there? Right. Explain your logo. Did, did you did you get that? Yeah. So um, my man uh, Josh Henderson. Shout out to Josh Henderson. He's a uh, he's Charlotte based. Um, we go way back. You know, everybody we work with is, is family. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an artist. Like, he's an artist artist. Not just like a graphic designer. He's an artist artist. Like, he has art hanging up over Charlotte. Like, if you go on billboards, he has art literally on billboards in Charlotte. Okay. Like, um, but the, the, the juxta of it, like, the main thing that I, in creating the Inner Elite logo, I told him the first thing I wanted to incorporate was the pyramid. I said, because the pyramid, uh, that represents structure and foundation. Okay. Like foundation, whatever you're building. Break it down. The, yeah, you know, Bring the, the foundation of anything you're building has to be tight. If you build a mansion on sand, right? So you got pyramids that's out here that have been around for tens of thousands of years. They can't explain this to you. Right? Mm-hmm. So that was the first thing. It was the foundation of the pyramid. Of anything else, it was the pyramid and what that represents because when you talk about, excuse me, the inner elite, the inner elite can be something that was 5,000 years ago mm-hmm. or it can be something that's now or it can be something that's 5,000 years from now. And it's all, it all still means the same, mm-hmm. right? When you talk about that pyramid and what that represents, it's not something that's trendy or something cool to say now. It was, it, if you said the inner elite in 5,000 years ago, people will understand what it is. If you say it now, mm-hmm. if you say it's 5,000 years from now, people when you sure. say the inner elite, mm-hmm. you understand what that is. Mm-hmm. So uh, that, that was the, the, the whole, concept of the structure when you so when you see the inner elite that foundation is first and foremost a pyramid and then he just kind of went when I, once i told him that he kind of went crazy i got it now you know what i'm saying like and he went crazy from the whole i can rock it now you sense it because i got it broke down right <laughs> before i was like i don't know you long i don't know I'll put that t-shirt on i don't know what he doing that looked like the same symbol for that movie. I just think. But no, we we get it, man. We, yeah. we we get it and we respect yeah. it. And if you're looking tonight, if you're on the podcast Roman Conversations and you missed anything about what we talked about, just like you said about the foundation, the foundation for the night was content, content creators, because we have something new and innovative, and we have an opportunity for you to be a part of something big. So Yolanda, before we get off 
mm-hmm. air, mm-hmm. okay? Before we get off air, because LeBron play a 10, before we get off air, okay? <laughs> let the people know what it is, what's the big deal that's going on for the content creators? How can they be a part of the contest and what do they win? Yes, so again, I mentioned it earlier, but again, you can go to growntvnetwork.com. You can go right now, content creators. You will see the information on where you can upload your content. Everything is spelled out for you, what you need to do as far as the description of your content, as far as putting in whatever price point you want, and then submitting your content. Go ahead and submit, because again, if uh, you win, you will win $500 cash along with the ad campaign and promotion behind your project. So that way it draws even more people to your content for you to continue earning that residual. Any of those content creators who upload, you can upload your content and start making money immediately. The minute that it goes through the process, of course. So once you upload, it's probably gonna take, you know, more anywhere from 12 to 24 hours, then it will be seen on the platform. And from there, bam, you can go ahead and automatically start pushing people to it and letting people go ahead and support your work. And again, those residuals are paid out monthly. So instead of just putting it on um, YouTube, instead of just putting it on Instagram or Facebook, again, this is a way that you can get paid and this is a way that your content can get out to a global network. This is not local, but global. And when you say you know, how you put your content on YouTube or you put your content on Instagram. And I know what a lot of people say, well, Yolanda, YouTube, get a check from YouTube. First of all, you they're paying cents on the dollar. How many likes or how much traffic you have to move. And then the percentage of what you get, you get. from them, it, it you, doesn't, it doesn't pay. Right. So yeah. later, it's better for you to do your own thing. Yeah, and I want to definitely, I'm glad we're right there. Um, because a lot of times, sometimes I start talking about all of this and people think I go on like a, a YouTube bash, but it's really not a YouTube bash. It's really just telling you the facts and telling everybody the facts of what's going on. Right. So like with what you guys are doing with the Grown TV Network and with what we're doing with the Inner Elite Network, like I said, we're empowering, mm-hmm. you know, content creators. Yes. We're showing them how to monetize their, their, their content, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, and what we're doing is pretty much we've removed um, the middleman. The middleman out the way. Right? Because, we, 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 and I don't even, once once I get onto these types of rants, I don't even like to keep saying their mm-hmm. names because it's still putting it in people's heads. Right. But that platform that everybody's familiar with, what they do is you create all this content. And then what they do is they go to these sponsors, right? And advertisers. And they, and they, they go to these sponsors and these advertisers. And they say, hey, Tone is over here making, he's got this many subscribers, he got this this many many views, views, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to go get this money, we're going to talk to this company, show them the numbers that Tone is doing, right? And they're going to get a check. When they get this check, they they take it, and and then they're going to give you pennies, right? They're giving you pennies (laughs) off. Literally pennies. Right, but then you have to do like, millions of views and have to have at least a thousand subscribers to get a dollar to even to even get those checks right so what we're doing with our platform is we we have the whole department set up to where we're going to get that 
to where the same the same way those platforms will have people going, we got people set up that's going to these companies mm-hmm. that's bringing that advertising and sponsorship money mm-hmm. in, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, and so what we're showing people are is how to actually go about doing that yourself. Mm-hmm. So the how we have a structure is an ad revenue share. So if you're on our platform. Right. We can actually, you know, go and get sponsors for you, but then you can actually still go and get sponsors for yourself. And we all, uh, mm-hmm. we bringing it in, cause this, mm-hmm. and we're talking about a global audience. So mm-hmm. we're talking about people in South Africa, Paris, Montreal, mm-hmm. Brazil, right? That's so Panama, they yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? They missed that part. Right, and so that's, that's what we're doing uh, from our standpoint. And so the whole team, I gotta shout everybody out and then everybody let everybody know like the projects that we're working on because it's a lot. Like mm-hmm. I don't even really realize it until I start talking about it. Um, so I've I've talked about solid partners. Um, Let's make history podcast mm-hmm. is uh, that's the podcast that I'm hosting and then we we got that situated. Um, the first season is in the can. The fans. Right. The right. fans is out there somewhere. The fans. You know, somebody, right. That's the NLE. <laughs> no, they didn't really. They seen that logo. <laughs> they seen it. I knew it was more to it than that. But, um, but yeah, so Let's Make History podcast. Um, we got that about to drop. Uh, my man L, my man Fresh, my man Charm. Um, we actually talking about hip hop history. We talking about black wealth, black excellence, independence. Um, all of that type of shit. So we we launching that. Uh, we got the Come to Find Out podcast uh, that I'm executive producing. We got okay. uh, Yamaris and Brittany Madison, uh, which actually you're gonna be showing up, yes. up tomorrow, tomorrow night. You're tomorrow, gonna be on the yes. guest on that. Yes. You know. Um, did you play that through management? I did. Oh, management booked it. And which management? management? <laughs> YNS ah, oh, production. Hey. Oh, no, well, I know. 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 But yeah, we got that popping off, and uh, we're about to finish up their season. Um, we have uh, Solid Partners. We got a social love fair that's going to be dropping, obviously. Again. Yeah. And we're releasing that. Grown yeah. Man Comedy that's re releasing. Yeah. Um, we well, have. Man, nephew chopping it up in that scene. That scene is Boy, iconic. Look. That scene is iconic. Look. I remember being out in San Francisco. And watching this movie in the theater, right? We're screening this movie in the theater, and people that have no idea, they don't even know. They just like, oh, talk that shit, oh. I'm like, they don't even know Tone, but they know Tone. Yeah. Like, they know Tone because they know what, what he's saying right now in this scene resonates to a whole generation of people. So I just, man, bro, you you killed that shit. That's one of the best scenes in the whole entire movie. But that's because the energy. They didn't know, they didn't like, know. me and you didn't have to travel far to, nah. to, to do that scene. <laughs> no. Yeah, we've done that scene <laughs> hundreds of times. You see what I mean? We practiced that scene for years until it was time to do it that's on people film. From, from, from listening to people, man, that's one of people's favorite scenes. And, and it was it was actually kind of set up that way because we wanted to design it to where people saw that iconic scene of Leo sitting with, you know what I'm saying, his big homie telling him the game. Mm-hmm. And you see what I'm saying? So that's like one of the most iconic scenes yeah. in the whole movie, man. <laughs> Got me sitting there right now. I'm just picturing it in my mind. Like yeah. that scene was dope. 
a social overfair. You can check that out streaming on uh, the Indoor Elite Network, Amazon Prime, like Amazon TV, Fire TV. Uh, that, that's the same thing. Uh, Roku TV, Apple TV. Yeah. You start sipping that wine and you start repeating. Things. I know. Exactly. Right. We see you. You and we you and your line over here. And then you know you can also go to Grown TV Network Absolutely. platform, GrownTV.com, and um, you can also cast that to your TV as well. The app for GrownTV.com, of course, will be coming yeah. soon, but you can still watch it through all your mobile devices and cast yeah. it to your TV. And you'll be able to watch the Grown Man Comedy uh, Experience movie as well. So, again, we, the wine make the podcast. It 